The and whole podcast in Greek, because I can. <laughs> I used to know what that one meant, because you told me. It's good, and you. Gala etsu. I see. And screw you, too. <laughs> Actually, uh, what I, this is not to do with uh, what we are focusing on this podcast, but I rewatched all the X-Men. <laughs> what one? Oh, like the live-action? Movies um, in two days. Yeah. Um, and because I watched some anime on almost every, no, I watch everything with subtitles due to the fact that I watch anime as well. Mm-hmm. So I just don't turn the subtitles off because I just don't, I'm lazy. Yeah. But, uh, I've been reading the things that they say in our languages, like in German for Magneto stuff or in Nightcrawler stuff or Arabic for the later ones too. Mm-hmm. I always thought Avita Zen was... That's Nightcrawler, right? Yeah. yeah. Avita Zen, I thought it was like three words or four words, but it's two. It's like, I pray for you, something like that. Goodbye. Oh, it's goodbye. I'm pretty sure it's just goodbye or okay. see you later, something like that. Because it's ah, and then Vita Zen starts with a W like they would in Germany. I would have thought ah, Vita Zen. Yeah. Like, see you then, or whatever it is. But it's like, Vita Zen is all one word. And I, that confused me. Like, is that how you say it? Because he is German. Yeah. yeah. Nightcrawler is German. So what do you think? Like, the originals were better? Like... Uh, I'm, I am I uh, am biased towards uh, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> that is my only stance here is because in most X-Men things... Well, like, most of them have Hugh Jackman except oh, they for... Oh, they almost all have... The newest, or like two of them. No. Or it's like the new ones. The, they don't have They them. all have Hugh Jackman in it. Yeah, even just for like a little snippet or something. In uh, the newest one, which is the one with the Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. there is actually no, maybe the Dark Phoenix might not have him. Yeah, I thought so. But the one before that has him as like X Weapon X, where he doesn't, he's just going around killing right. people. And before that, in like first class, it was go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. like he was in a lot of them, and I that like, was... I like the first three, like, yeah. but they also have so much nostalgia for me. Yeah, the thing is. I think the reason that we liked them so much is obviously we're both very Wolverine biased. It was our best character, can you say? <laughs> yeah, those weren't X Men movies. Those were Wolverine, Wolverine in the X Men. Yeah. Yeah, it was all, they're all like focused on Wolverine, which I think is why Dark Phoenix didn't do nearly as like first class. All the ones that didn't have Wolverine as a main character didn't do as well because Wolverine has a huge fan base. Yeah. Like you'll never see, you will see it, but not as often. You won't see like a Scott Summers, like Cyclops fanboy. You see some guys who like him, oh, yeah. but they won't I like him. But yeah, they're not. If gonna... they made a movie on him, I'd probably go see it because I'd be interested. But it would be like <laughs> not nearly as yeah. interesting. And that might be Hugh Jackman's role in playing because that was back in like two thousand and five, six, wasn't it? Like early, on, early two. It's around the same time as Spider Man. I know that much because Spider Man yeah. was supposed to be in the first X Men. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, there was actually a so in. This is obviously not entirely based on totally what we're talking about. Let's just go with this for now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so in the bloopers of the original X-Men, you can see a staff member, crew, like a camera guy, I don't know who it was, who dressed up as Spider-Man for like a blooper okay. to kind of make them laugh. Like it was one of the fight scenes. Like, okay, everybody, now you got to get into your fighting pose. And then one of the guys just hops in wearing a Spider-Man outfit behind them. They all start laughing about it. Originally, he was meant to do a small cameo, and same thing with Spider-Man 2, there's supposed to be a Wolverine cameo. 
I mentioned this thing for you before, at least I think. Yeah. Um, where they Hugh Jackman showed up to the set for it, but since they couldn't get a costume, like comic accurate costume for him to wear, so they went to. they went against it. Yeah, he still hasn't worn one. Mm, he has Deadpool three. They have released so many images of it. Oh, I have not seen any. They they it looks like a Wolverine suit, just more Deadpooly. Is it like the one that they kind of hinted at in the Wolverine? No mask for what I've seen so far, because it's all from the same shoot, where they're out in the desert somewhere. Okay. Ooh, that'd be hot. Yeah. He's sweating, you can see it. <laughs> but yeah, like, he's just wearing a very, like... Oh, very yellow. Yes. They could have went with a slightly darker yellow. That one looks like it's kind of photoshopped the head-on to him. It is. Yeah. He doesn't have that helmet on the original photo. Oh, once it rendered in, you can tell it's super fake. Yeah. There, that one. It's not bad. No, it's not. I've seen the three versions of the suit. There's that one, there's the damaged one, and there's the sleeveless one. Oh, okay. Cuts the sleeves off at some point. I guess so. But yeah, it's like... It's... It's a suit. But yeah, like, uh... Just if it wasn't for Hugh Jackman, like I'm pretty sure, us growing up, it might have been because of Hugh Jackman. Maybe it's gonna be all like Wolverine. It would have been at first because that would have been probably one of the first. That was when he was getting bigger. Yeah, but also like, even like the animations, the original X Men. Yeah, Wolverine was there, but he was not the main character. No, which well, makes you want him to be. Right, because like it's like the side character who kind of like pumps in. And he's really cool but mysterious. So it's like, yeah. ooh, this five foot four guy who's Canadian I saw, or I Australian. Saw so many um, things that like sh- that were retconned within the same movie. In those movies, like in the very first movie, Scott Summers drags Wolverine, who's unconscious, across the ground, which he should not be physically able to do. But later on, they said that he's like two tons. Mm-hmm. It's like sitting there going. Well, he sits on the motorcycle, right? And they go. Boom. Yeah, exactly. It's got he's got weight to him, and like every movie, they retcon something, they change out something, right? Like in the first one, uh, movie magic. Yeah, well, not even. It's just bad writing. It's like not <laughs> taking into consideration of the old ones. So, in the first three, or in the very at least the very first one, Professor X says Magneto has somehow found a way to prevent me from reading his mind, but then in first class, um. Uh, Schmidt, the bad guy, has the helmet, and then Magneto takes that helmet at the end of the movie. Yeah. Back in, like, 1940, 1950. Uh, so he knew he had the helmet, which he tends, which he then again uses throughout the, like, the rest of the younger X-Men stuff. And then if you take that into, like, timeline-wise, suddenly he's got the helmet. I don't know how he's blocking my mind. You knew about this. Yeah. A lot of these things that they could have easily... But also, they could make it up. Just be like, oh, well, that was part of a different reality because of they went back in time. That and... is essentially what happened. Yeah. So, Because, uh, like, technically, the first three movies... The first three movies were the original timeline, uh, ABC. First Class was supposed to be like, hey, look at this. This is the prequel. Like, mm-hmm. or, uh, Wolverine or Origins uh, as well, yeah. which was not, not really well-received. 
But yeah. it, I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. That's for the only depiction of a live action gambit we got. And Deadpool. And at first at for first. a long time. Yeah. And the funny thing is about Deadpool is that um, in the comics, they made Ryan Reynolds Deadpool long before he became the actor for him. He was like, they're like, yep, this is the guy. Perfect. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of jumping around. So Wolverine, X-Men Origins, they plan to do origins of each character, but since it did so bad, they only did Wolverine. They're going to do like, you know, I guess first class was, you know, Professor X and Magneto's origins. Yeah. But they plan to do, like, Scott Summers' that X-Men would, Origins. That would have been cool. Like, they're supposed to do Origins for each character. Yeah. But they didn't do the fact that it didn't do as well as they hoped. And honestly, if they had done better on Deadpool, they probably would have done a lot better. If they had chosen any other guy to be their big bad instead of just taking a character's name and saying, Hey, here you go. Here's Baraka Shaka. Yeah. Um, still makes no physical sense. I could have blades up his arms and still move. <laughs> nope. Um, mutant power it so has tele- part of his teleportation it teleports to a different reality yeah so first class was just be like one of those same things the original one and they thought you know what we got such big actors like Michael Fassbender and you know uh, whatever Charles Xavier's actor was I knew his name Patrick Stewart Pat- no the young one uh, it's almost beast James McCoy yeah, McCoy. <laughs> yeah so uh, they got those two guys who were big actors along with Jennifer Lawrence who was big Still. At the time as well. Like, yeah. this wasn't like one of the upcoming ones because she was big enough at the time. Thought, okay, well, we're going to continue this. So they did one, two, three, X Men Origins, First Class, then Wolverine. And what a lot of people got pissed off at uh, Fox at was that they killed off Charles Xavier and then he was alive in Wolverine. But if you wait to the end credits, you see Charles Xavier wake up in a different body. Which in comics were the things he had a twin brother who was yeah. comatose and he sent his consciousness into it. Mm-hmm. Don't understand why both of them were in a wheelchair, but it's. Uh, I mean, it makes sense to be in a wheelchair for a while, you know, like deterioration of the muscles in the leg. And then also, like, how many times, like, they went, like, okay, this is this, this is Wolverine getting the animantium. They did that a whole lot. Or Stryker would find him and take him. There's like three different actors for Stryker. Two. Four. Four. Four different actors for Stryker. There was the original older guy. Yeah. Um, there was the younger guy in X-Men Origins. Then there was the guy who they referenced to Stryker. Because he in first class, um, Charles Xavier was like, I know you think about your son right now, Director Stryker. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, this guy looks older than the last one. <laughs> this makes no sense. Um, and then again, that could be completely wrong. Could be like his grandfather or something like that. Yeah. Um, but, and then they got the young, young guy in the younger series. So that's four separate strikers. But then they also showed him Mist- being crazy with the helmet on naked, pretty much. So they showed that a couple times. Yeah, that was, like, but made no sense because Mystique was the one who picked him up in the last version. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and then you know, X-Men Origins, they showed one thing. And then in the original X-Men, they also showed a different mm-hmm. version of it. So they did jump around quite a bit. They never fully explained how he got a metal back on his bones either after Wolverine. Nope. Uh, <laughs> there is, there is questions. Yeah, because he had bone nails at that time. Uh, and X Men, no, in Wolverine, he got his nails cut off and yeah. then drilled into to take mm-hmm. his life force out of him. Uh, and then the very next one, which is Days of Future Past, which connects the two, 
uh, timelines. He had it in the future, but then he went back in time. And he had his bone ones again. Yeah. Because that was before he had the... Yeah, but then he... Yeah. Time and... Yeah. So what happened in it, even they say in it, so it wasn't like they decided against it. He said They said, what you remember happening, no one else will. It'll completely change the event of time. So anything after, I think it was like 1960 or 1970, would be a completely different thing happening. Mm-hmm. So that does make sense they changed that. That just means that first class was weirdly out of place. And then they also showed, like, Magneto's start twice as well. Um, like, Yeah, X-Men the... 2 as well as first class. Yeah, and they were very similar. Very I similar. Yeah. I, I had a hard time distincting it. Like, they chose yeah. the kids same, similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then... um. I don't think he was in Apocalypse either. Magneto? No, Wolverine. Mm. Uh, it's been a long time since I saw that one. But, X-Men Apocalypse. I don't think yeah. Wolverine's in that one. So I two newest figures. I don't think so. Um, that has Psylocke, which brings in that character. Yep. Archangel. Yep. Again, that was like... a weirdly retconned one, too. Because he was like a full-grown man. Looked like a child's face on a man's body, but... That's just me dissing on the actor. Yeah. Uh, I found it weird that Magneto, because he's not usually one of the four horsemen, is he? Usually is. He is? But Archangel could... is very commonly. Very. Uh, Magneto is a very common one. Storm, very common, but Psylocke is almost never. Never. They're just kind of like, Beep. Okay. Well, it was, it was a name. It was a popular character that they said, let's go for it. Same thing with like Warpath. They had him show up for one movie. Mm-hmm. In the future, he is technically Wolverine's son, but they don't make anything about that. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, and then on top of that, so A, B, C, D, then back to the first round. Timeline is weird in that series. Um, then again, the, the timeline's still going because the original Beast is now in the Marvels, which I'm not watching. It's in the end credit scene, so we'll watch that. <laughs> Uh, it's their way of introducing the X-Men into it, saying that it is the same ones. Okay. So I'm not sure if they're going to mix, mix and match. Uh, they can easily dimension jump in Marvel, like MCU. So uh, they could choose. So obviously Deadpool has um, Logan mm-hmm. instead of grabbing a new actor, which I'm fine with. Um, if they do either way, like if they do have him and like, you know, Hugh Jackman in Deadpool, then someone else, they choose like a younger actor to continue on the role. That's fine. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's like, you know, they. I think they just restart X-Men. I would prefer they do that, but the Fox News allowing them to use X-Men doesn't want them to recast the whole new cast. Okay. I don't believe. So what it's probably going to be is, I definitely use uh, Patrick Stewart. No. As he did his cameo. Uh, as a little, hey, look at this, we did a little something. They're probably going to use the younger uh, Professor X. Mm-hmm. Um, why they use the older beast, I'm not sure. But again, dimension jumping could be from another dimension. There's a whole lot of things they could do here. Uh, I don't believe they'll be using a whole lot of the older actors. Like, they might use Scott again, mm. and they might use Gene again. Yeah. I think that would be kind of a cool, like, a, a Scott-Gene start up a new X-Men. Like, more in, I guess, after the X-Men die... But before the future, future where it's Sentinels, yeah, and the mutant like M branding, 
Um, what I do want to see here is I don't care. I don't want to uh, remind me later to sign up. I don't care. Um, in X Men One, they have Toad. Yeah. Who I'm gonna see who the actor is here. I'm not gonna say. I just want to see who is also the the uh, actor of Darth Maul. By the way. Okay. Um, Ray Park. I said it. X Men. X Men. I'm pretty sure. Oh, 2003 was X Men too. More than I thought. Which means X went one. It is not. Okay. For a bit there, I was thinking, is Deadpool and Toad the same actor? Not Deadpool, sorry. Uh, Nightcrawler and Toad, the same actor. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, I can kind of see it. You know, it's not. That's kind of thought it was. Hard to see with all the makeup and everything. Now I got to check dates. X-Men 1 was 2000. Spider-Man was 2002. So Spider-Man came out after X-Men. But they're still thinking of... Well, it was supposed to be a cameo thing, right? Like, they want... Fox had an idea, and the MCU took it away. Right? Like, you want to have... You got comic book characters. Why not mix them together? Yeah. To an extent. At a certain point, when you put too many things in, it's no longer... uh, This is a Wolverine show or an X-Men show. Now it's a... This is a Marvel Comics show. Yeah, I guess. It's the same uh, debate that people are having currently about the newest Spider-Man movie coming out. Is There's so many lined up cameos that it's no longer going to be a Spider-Man show. It's just a... Spider-Man and Friends. Yeah, it's like it's... They want Daredevil to be a main part of it. Because they're both street-level heroes, I guess. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, But then there's also like four other guys they want to be in it, like... As a constant, like after like the first twenty minutes, suddenly it's all of them. Oh, so that's more like a Spider-Man group. Yeah, like he does team up a lot. Yes, he's in like every group. Yeah, but it's not really a Spider-Man movie so much. Like it's the same thing as like Spider-Man Far From Home. No, No Way Home. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of home ones. The one that has Doctor Strange. It had more to do with like it had Spider-Man main stuff. And then there's a lot of Doctor Strange stuff in there. And then there was, uh, you know, the extra Spider-Man, which is a nice little touch. And Spider-Man, Spider-Man. I like it. Yeah. That's not as That's not bad. Mixing, because that's just Spider-Man. It is a Spider-Man story focused on Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But say... But yeah, I see what you, you're saying. is because Doctor Strange is in there and they delved into some of his stuff to make it work, right? Yeah. Because he had to be there for that to... Function, correctly. Yeah. But yeah... It was, it's just a, it's weird. And then you get that in Spider-Man, and then in Marvel, you get... Cameos all over the place. That too, but also... Oh, Ant-Man was the other one. That Another one that was in Spider-Man. They want him in a major part of it. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, really? I guess. But then Doctor Strange, the last one, where they, like, you know, different dimensions or timelines. Like, now Marvel's kind of like, yeah, whatever they say, they can make it work, right? There's not much yeah. for that. But X-Men, they're trying to make it work, which is the funny thing, because they could just be like, yeah, this is a different universe, that's a different, right? This is a different dimension, different universe. Some of the characters can pass through. But no, they're trying to connect it, and there is, like, if you were to look it up and you cared enough, you could look and see someone break it down. <laughs> like, this is the, or you should watch the movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I don't know why I'm Marvel based right now, but I was showing my uh father because he's a big Spider-Man fan. Uh, little uh, like a stop motion type thing about Spider-Man as the, you know, the Spider Woman saying something, and then Spider-Man sitting on the ground going, "Yay!" Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of clicked into my mind. I was like, "Oh yeah, Wicked! Wicked used to do stop motion when he was younger with Lego." Mm-hmm. I remember that. And I thought about like, there's this guy on TikTok that I for some reason just follow all the time. He does everything in stop motion. He did like an hour, like he did a twenty uh, video. Three minutes each, uh, series mm-hmm. about like doing like he was doing like a uh, basically nonstop action with Spider Man as the main character, which comes out to be like like a, like a minute long, like sorry, an hour long. Yeah. Video. I remember that took you what was it like two hours to like two minutes of a. Uh... No, I did. I think the longest one I did was like maybe a minute, a minute twenty, and that took five to six hours. Yeah. So now imagine doing, like, an hour's worth of stop animation. And obviously that's just you, or just you and, like, a yeah. family member. And that was, like, every... What was it? Was, like, was it, like, 300 photos every 10 seconds? Or... No, that's too many. It's, like, 100 Every photos. 30 seconds? Yeah. Ten, yeah, 100 photos. Is, that's every 10 seconds. Which is insane. Yeah. Um. The thing is, when I thought about it more and more, I'm thinking... So Lego, it's, you got, like... Essentially, five or six moving parts per character. If you have action figures like the other guys doing stop motion, you got about a hundred extra little movements on each arm. Yeah. If the fingers move. Yes. Or if you were doing bionicles. It'd look really nice when you're done. Yeah. If you did it correctly. But the amount of work that would take. Six hours to do, like, a minute of footage. Now, you take about a hundred extra movements you got to make per thing. Now you're doing, doing like, instead of doing like 100 seconds or 100 photos per second or whatever it is you're saying, you're now saying like 1,000 photos per like second. Well, it'd be like 10 seconds. Every 10 seconds, yeah. yeah. And you've got like hundreds of movements. Like it's like 0.1 of a second is, is a picture. That's Even very less. Fast. And that's like. I never got that fast. And just imagine the amount of work that would take for something that's going to give you like a minute's worth of entertainment and hopefully you get paid for it. Yeah. Like the kid who uh did all the animation like stop motion animation for Lego in the Into the Spider-Verse. One kid. So yeah. in Into the Spider-Verse there's a Lego universe. Okay. Um so what happened is there's this 14-year-old kid who made a little YouTube channel uh where he would recreate trailers with Lego. Okay. On his spare time as fun. Yeah. And he recreated the Into the Spider-Verse in Lego. And the department, because they have, like, hundreds of, like, different animators for that show, or movie, I mean. And they saw it and hired him, the kid, the 14-year-old kid. And they said, can you do a scene or two for us like that? He went, okay. Because those kind of movies where they are all over dimensions and everything gives them so much variety and, like, of randomness that they could choose, yep. so like any animation cool that, they want, and cool that they can do that, and they are willing to like reach out and be like, "That is cool." Like, yep. and we could add that if we wanted. The kid made, I think, it was like fifty grand for a yeah. kid. That's pretty yeah. decent. And if was, he was good, he could have got way more. Like he was a fourteen-year-old kid who hadn't had a job before. <laughs> I know, but he could have been like, "I want like a point two royalty." On oh the yeah, movie. probably right. If he had a lawyer, he would have got like a little better. He did a. Uh, he made a whole 
town, like a, like I guess like a block section, so he could do it from a certain angle, mm-hmm. and uh, show like the Daily Bugle, and it had the whole Daily Bugle filled out, and he had all the people moving around, stuff was moving around, flying papers flying as they had Peter Parker walking through. It was like a two minute maybe, and it, that that would take forever. Yeah, and it had this whole chunk where they had Spider Man doing this, like Peter Parker doing this thing, and he hops in the toilet, like in the stall, put on his mask, start talking on his watch. And then you just see Lego Spider-Man here and there, and it's actually the kid animated the moves for that Spider-Man, and they just put him in spots. Like, that is pretty damn good. If he started off at 14, he's doing that, guarantee yeah. he can make it. But also, it, as you do it more and more, you would get better. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And, like, you would, okay, if I move it this way, take a picture. <laughs> or you would just have your camera take pictures, like, periodically, every 10 seconds, right? See, so you move, as long as it's not a whole bunch. But you could make, if you're just trying one person or very simple, you could move it, stand back, wait for it to take a picture, move it. And that would save you a lot of time as looking at it, click, and then back. Yeah. It, it is a process, and it's fun. Like, I didn't like uh, claymation for the longest time. I'm sure you don't either. I find it very interesting and, like, amazing that people can do that. It's not really my style, but, like, there's, it's, depending on the story. Yeah. It, it'll it be a good movie. Yeah, so with Claymation, it, like you said, it's very pick and choose because there's quite a few that are kind of eh. Yeah. That's my own prefer- personal preference. I'm sure that some people like yeah. like, like hey, I never watched Paranorman or uh, a lot of other ones. That I, I wouldn't box trolls. see that, oh, that's Claymation? I'm going to go watch that because of that. No, I'd be like, oh, I know that movie or like that kind of story sounds cool to me or you saw the trailer, be like, interesting yeah. style, but... I'm all for it. The only uh, one that I've watched, and I will watch again, I think I've made, I've watched like three times maybe, is Coraline. Okay. I have not seen that. That one is actually a fairly good storyline, and I originally watched it in Greek <laughs> way <laughs> back when. Uh, I'm not tying it in or anything. This is no. just Welcome back to Wicked Winners, by the way. <laughs> this was going to be Greek mythology, but now it's uh, uh, animation and- Marvel. X-Men uh, universe building stuff. <laughs> yeah. And review, movie review, I don't know. Yeah, we just keep going with this. Yeah, mythology do... will be a different one. <laughs> kind of just tossed it out there. We, we got a flow going here, yeah. so... Yeah, so uh, in Coraline, I actually want to talk this mainly about like the... Uh, the claymation part, but I am going to give you like a quick synopsis. I know what it. the movie is about. Do you? Yeah. Synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no phone. <laughs> no cheating here. I, I know roughly, like, um, you know, it's been out a long time. Yes, it has, and, and it's not an original story. Uh, like it. So the original story is a guy was made basically uh children's stories he would write them up draw them out and he'd give them in and this one that he made um the company that he was selling the stories to said it was too scary for kids to like it so what he did to prove them wrong is he would read it to his daughter for her bedtime story okay and every time he'd read it he got no reaction out of her about being too scary um so he's like no see i've proven it she does not care it's not too scary for her so, okay, and released it. And everywhere, every single child that read it or was read to was terrified 
of this story. And then they went and asked the daughter later on, or she was older, she's like, oh, no, that book terrified me. I was just so scared I couldn't say anything. I didn't want to think I was a wussy. <laughs> okay. It's like, it's, like, <laughs> it's terrible. Okay. But, I thought it, okay, I've thought about the movie from what my knowledge is and like a little bit off you said this is what I thought the movie was most about was this girl who lives in the house and is hiding from like the parental figure or whatever and always sneaking around sneaking out and stuff and then she has terrible nightmares that was like what my idea Uh, was very wrong so uh, the story goes along the lines of uh, parents are very busy and neglect their daughter um, never they move into a new house so they can get a better, easier time working on their stuff. Like the father's a book writer and the mother's something. Uh, yeah, they basically just do not care what the daughter does, who she is, all that. And so the daughter does whatever the fuck she wants. Goes out and does stuff. They move into this like large-ish apartment complex where there's like three different sections to it for the house. Their side of the house, the weird Russian acrobat that's in the attic. Okay. And these two old ladies who are overly fetishized. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, they're very disproportionate. One's got a huge ass. One's got large tits. And since it's claymation, they're massive. Yeah. Um. So the story goes along the line of she feels not like this. This whole thing. There's a lot of. Uh, if you watch it more than once, you can see all the references to the future stuff happening. Oh, so it's kind of like a, a mind. Yeah, it's a little bit of a mind fuck. So what, what's those movies kind of called? Not thriller, but like mind something. Uh, there's a name for that. There is psychological horror. Yeah, yeah, kinda. So the story goes along like it starts off where you see someone sewing a doll that looks like Coraline. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can catch everywhere within the movie. Like there's so much time and effort put into every single thing in there. It's crazy. It's crazy. But the story is uh, she picks up her. Yeah, so. Skipping over all the small stuff, she finds a door inside the new house that she moved into. Uh, later on, finds a key. The key opens up the door. She goes down this very long tube in the middle of the night into this dream world, essentially, where everything's perfect. Her parents pay attention to her. Great food. Everything's fantastical. Uh, and she keeps going back every night into this fantasy world. And every time she tries to prove it to her real parents, whenever they open the door, it's just a wall there. So I can see where you think it's the dream thing. Yeah. Um. So eventually, now she's in there, she starts noticing these weird little things where they're not quite as they seem. Like, everyone's got buttons for eyes. Obviously, that's off the bat. Mm-hmm. But as soon as she, um, the other mother, the fake mother, asks her, um, she wants to stay with us, you just got to sew these buttons into your eyes. It's terrifying on its own concept. Um, like, oh, so this is really dumbing it down. <laughs> But uh, eventually, she's trying to prove to her parents that, yeah, this exists, this is what's happening, and they can't find it. They say, stop telling lies, you're making it up, fuck yeah. off. Um, eventually, never like every time she fell asleep in the other world, she wakes up in a real bed. Eventually, that doesn't happen, she wakes up in the dream world still. And things are getting more and more fucked up as it's going, like things are not what they should be anymore. And then, things start to reveal itself. Other mother is actually this really creepy beast thing that's weird. Everything that's in there is created by her, so the all the other like things in it uh, are being controlled by her. Okay. So the father, who actually is, I looked into it, like all the things. He's, the father, like other, the all the other characters 
are just bad within that other world, but the two of them that are good within that world are the secondary father, because he just does he wants to be happy, and he's being controlled by fake gloves that are attached like strings. They can do stuff, and the other one is her friend in the real world, the copy of him, has his mouth sewn shut, and he gets killed somewhere later on. Okay. You see, like, his corpse hanging somewhere. Huh. Yeah, this is a kid's show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So from what you just described, makes it sound like how you just gave the synopsis. Makes me want to watch the movie. Yeah. Right? So, like, I wouldn't have before, because I thought I knew it, but now it's like, oh, okay, I had that totally wrong. That does seem interesting. I wouldn't go into it because it's claymation. No, but the just story. that's like, oh, that is interesting. It, just, it's actually a decent story. Like, whenever I first watched it, too, like, I was like, oh, Claymation, I don't want to watch this. But it was for my uh, studies to watch it in Greek. And it was a movie that everyone was like, oh, this is such a good movie. Like, okay, fuck it. Yeah. Watching it in Greek. I didn't understand the fucking word at first. So when I watched it in English, I was like, huh. Yeah. And again, now, on the Claymation side of it, it takes so much effort for every, like, facial movement to make it look realistic. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, everything is pinpoint placed. Like, I could not find a flaw easily. Like, I could not, even whenever I tried, I couldn't see it. I'm sure there is one or two. But, like, everything placed is there for a reason. Like, there's, you don't see misplaced things. Nothing's, like, just standing there. Everything's moving like it's supposed to be. Like, uh, a little extra bit into the storyline. This is not the first child that this happened to. There's been, like, others. Okay. And you can see, like, later on, once you find out which ones are which, the very first time that Coraline crawls through that tunnel to the other world, you can see pieces of the clothing or their, like, like glasses here from the one kid or this one kid's bicycle. That's a lot of thought. Yeah, way ahead of time. And there's so many references into things um, as it goes. Unless they did it in non-chronological order when they were making it and added it. But if they went from the beginning all the way, that is some crazy... That is some crazy thought. And again, like that is one of the very few... Uh, claymations that I will stand by. Like, that was... That is either someone with a very imaginative mind that thought everything out, like, and writ the script with detail. Yeah. And then, like, went back a whole bunch of times to write things like, oh, this would be a good plot. And then they do went with that. Yeah. And then they went back to make hints to it. Like, that's... that's it's thing. a lot of steps. And mm. the thing about, like, live um, movies is there is always going to be errors. Yeah. At, like the final product, you can see it even nowadays. Back in the day, it was very obvious. You see, like some guy that's standing in the background. Like mm-hmm. in Pirates of the Caribbean, there's a guy wearing a cowboy hat on the ship uh, from the film crew. Uh, one of the scenes there for like the whole scene, he's standing there, kind of half covered by the mast. You just see him standing there, and they're all like acting, and no one references to it at all. So you know it's not supposed to be there. <laughs> but it's kind of like, huh? Because at the time, they don't. Someone didn't catch it, and they can't re-edit it. There in Mandalorian, there was a guy wearing like a shirt that that had like a very like a nowadays uh, like uh, logo or like a band or something or yeah. band, and he was on there until they decided to edit him out and in post post uh, uh, editing. But like those things, they happen all the time in live action where it'd be a slip up, a reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they do that in animation, they could always edit it too. Way easier than yeah, live and like, action, and no one would ever notice. In animation, notice like, uh, say, like, your basic kids' animation, simple enough. Uh, in anime, simple enough. Once it gets into stop-motion stuff, it's a lot harder to yep. do that. Um, funny little uh, tidbit here. So you ever watch the awful but somehow 
great movie known as Polar Express. Yeah. So almost all the voices in that were voiced by Tom Hanks. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Um, maybe not. I think it's voiced all by him, and it's also all motion captured by him. So the kids, Santa, the elves, everyone was motion captured by Tom Hanks. Make it nice and cheap. Hire one really good actor. <laughs> that's where, that's our animation. whole budget. <laughs> Only thing is, I would say they did smart by hiring one actor and saving money. But if you look at the animation, obviously it was terrifying on its own. It's just weirdly animated. But anytime there's too many things on screen, you'll find that half of them aren't even animated. <laughs> you'll get like then one scene there. Whenever I think it's the trains coming the first time into Christmas Town, wherever it is, mm-hmm. and all these. Uh, actually, another claymation one that I do stand by is uh, Nightmare, Before, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I've seen that one. Um, but is never they got all the elves running around. Most of them are animated, but there's quite a few of them. They just they got their body in like a set position and they slide. <laughs> nice. And it's not even like it's like barely there. One of the most obvious ones continues with the screen for a good duration, <laughs> and it's just funny to see. Like you just see him. He's like, okay, you see, like you think that okay, he's going this way, and he's just gonna like kind of fade out. You're not gonna see him anymore. As all the ones that are walking around him animated. Nope, he just keeps going with it. I'm like, oh, oh no. This is very obvious. And it's no shit on like the actor, like the animators, because I know they got like deadlines they gotta meet. Yeah. Then there's the... also uh Kugo and the two strings. I just had to look it up while you were that one's I thought it was uh Playmation, but it's just stop motion. Stop motion animation. Yeah, stop motion action yeah. figures. Like and that's still insane too. Yeah. It's it's the amount of time and detail it takes to take mm. into these things. What was the thing I was thinking of? Um, there's another one there that popped into my head, and I forgot as soon as you said Kubo. Um, but yeah, like, fuck, now, I, now it's going to bother me. <laughs> but yeah, like, the amount of work, like, obviously with Number Before Christmas, there's no, not a lot of humans, so it's not as hard, like, anything you do is going to, line up, okay, it's that what that creature does. It's mm-hmm. what how that works. Um but yeah, it's just even in the oh, that was the one. Hive Training Dragon. Not stop motion, just animation. Yeah. The VFX department and the animation department had a feud going. <laughs> it was so funny. So you know a lot of the um accidents in uh like VFX and animation accidents in uh High Training Dragon actually worked out for the better. So, like, Toothless's eye being open, never passes his wing, was not supposed to be happening. So, it's very first movie, uh, Hiccup just captured Toothless. Uh, it slides past this way, looks like Night Fury's sleeping, and it passes by this little, like, chunk of wing. Uh, there's a glitch in it, where the eye was suddenly open. It was supposed to be closed the whole time. Okay. But instead, it stayed open, it was looking directly into the camera, and once they did, once it happened, they're like, keep it. It's more terrifying. It looked like it was yeah. playing dead until something came close, and it was like, "Yeah, like I see you." Yeah, there's so many of those where things happen by accident. They're like, "Keep it, fuck it." But the uh, as for the VFX uh, war on, at least I know it was this one guy. This one guy put so much detail into like the animation of a lot of the di- like the, sorry, the dragons. So the best one I can say is uh, the final one. In Hatch Dragon 3, no, the Wilderbeast, the big one. Uh, 
got like the big tusks. It's oh, the big yeah. bad guys. Yeah. Big uh, dragon. Huge. Yeah. Um, they put so much, the guy put so much effort into every little detail about it, like shaking, breathing, uh, eye movement. Every single time he's like, we, t- we spent weeks, weeks making this shot look good. So whenever he came out of the water, it looked scary when he was looking at it. And then when you click this button, you put on the VFX, it's covered like fog and, and water and all this stuff. He's like, all of my like weeks of work, they yeah. told me they were doing that. I would have saved so much time. But no, they just wanted to put it in afterwards and everything. This whole scene right here, this like three seconds, took me two weeks to make. And this wasn't just me. This is like 20 guys here. But they took two weeks. And they basically took everything out of the way and did that three seconds covered in water. You can't even see anything. Yeah, that would suck. But it's hard to do the VFX over nothing. Before yeah. they get the animation all finished, right? Well, that's the thing, right? Like, or then so you're just layering, Your animation layering. is declaring what's happening. They're making it look realistic, and yeah. it ends up being kind of half and half. Um, yeah. What I do like as well is it's fucking funny. Um, kind of Easter egg. Have you ever watched uh, world-breaking uh, t- videos on YouTube? Never they take like a video game and they unlock the camera so they can go anywhere. No? Okay, so they do it with a lot of games, and there's always stuff hidden away because uh, the uh, developers didn't have time to delete it, or they just said, fuck it, put a wall here, block it off. There's always, there's always so many hidden rooms, and things are just like embedded behind a wall. Uh, so in, I'm not sure what game it was, but one of the developers was being a dick to the other developers because he didn't like them that much. So he placed something, I don't know what it was, it was like a garbage can or something, on this really massive world. And this garbage can takes up, like, 20 megabytes. If they delete that garbage can, the game will not work. They don't know how, they don't know why, but that garbage can cannot be removed. It's, like, thousands of feet underground, out of sight, but it's taking up a lot of space that they wanted to use at the time. And it was just sitting down there, and if they got rid of it, it crashed the game, nothing would work, everything failed. If they got the game to work, and it didn't crash... None of the like animation clips would start. None of the people would move right. It was just it fucked everything if they got rid of it. Like, and on the note they have just written like on top of the garbage can. I don't know who the fuck put this here, but you're a dick. <laughs> it's like I'm... some firewall that when you gets deleted, it just sends off all its bots. And... Yeah, well that's the same thing as um you know the whole Toy Story thing, right? Um, so I think it was Toy Story. Yeah. Uh. I think that was the same time as the Shrek happened. So, technically Shrek was a punishment for developers or animators. If you fucked up or you took too long doing something, you'd get Shrek, which means you got sent to work on the Shrek uh, movie. I um, did hear about that, yeah. Yeah. So, one of the big things is during the making of Toy Story, I think the original one, um, someone actually deleted everything. All progress, like year, a year or so of work on that movie. And they were only saved because one mother who went on maternity leave had the entire thing backed up on her hard drive <laughs> at home. So the entire like actual studio was just to have backed everything. Some guy accidentally deleted everything. A year's worth of like fifty people working deleted everything, and they're all like, "Oh, that's a lot of money wasted. What the fuck are we gonna do?" And then here's this mother over here still working away, comes in with the you know the her updated piece of the whole project. Thank. Fuck. Be relieved on that one guy. Like, whew. That one guy was like, <laughs> thank you, oh, thank no. you, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to pay a lot. I'm going to be fired. Suddenly, 
Oh, it's just a minor mistake. Okay. <laughs> Never do that again. Yep. Don't hit Alt F4. <laughs> uh, no, from Caroline, that seems like a really good movie to watch on shrooms. Uh, it could be. Yeah. Uh, a little terrifying if you aren't yeah. uh, steadily mind, but I would definitely recommend watching it. I believe it's on Netflix. Okay. Um, because I did watch uh a while ago. What's that one called? By Studio Ghibli. Like obviously, all of theirs is very like different because it's all different worlds and stuff. But uh, Land of the Sea Dragon or something like that. No. Um, Mononoke. Does it give me a description of this? What's well, the little girl? Her parents get turned into pigs. And then she goes into this world. Yes, I know that one. Yeah. Uh, isn't it like on a train or something like that? No. No. It's it's it's, it's a castle, not not no. a house movie castle. No. I, I do remember Spirited Away. Spirit. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I think that's so why it's like, like train ghosts and like all different kinds yeah. of stuff is happening. Like it's that big round glob thing with the mask. Yeah. 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 So that one is insane. Like I saw it before, and then I watched it on well, Shrooms on the, for the first time, and then I rewatched it. And I was like, that's such. A crazy thing because they have so much detail, so much stuff going on. It's yep. just hard, and like each scene is like, bam, okay, we're in something new. Okay, they we're just going along with it, I guess. Okay, yep. we're here. What makes no sense, but they're always pretty decent stories. Yeah. Um, did you see the new trailer that was released for the new Studio Ghibli movie? Uh, no. <laughs> so, um, funny story. Robert Pattinson voices one of the actor, one of the things in it, and. What their description of the actor, the voice actor they were looking for, was a grizzled old man. They wanted an old guy to come in and voice. I think it's an albatross. Um, whose name is like heroin or something like that, or he- heroin. Um, but since Robert Pattinson just decided one day, yeah, I want to do voice acting too. Didn't take any of the usual measures that everyone else does to figure everything out. He took his phone recording of his voice, sent that into the, the department, and they went, "Fuck it, <laughs> yeah, we really like that." Like they did not want him to be it at all. But the voice he did was so good. You cannot tell it's Robert Pattinson at all. Yeah. At all. And everyone is shitting on Chris Pratt right now. <laughs> like, every voice acting thing that Chris Pratt has done has been Chris Pat- Pratt. Yeah. It's just him with maybe a slightly different accent. There's not a lot of voice change. Everyone's like, Chris Pat- Pratt's going to be so pissed off and everyone's gushing over Robert Pattinson for doing a completely different voice and he's doing, it's me, Mario. <laughs> yeah. Very sad. Yeah, that was, movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I, I, it was hard for me to sit through that. It was just like, oh. and again, um, it's not because of not because of Chris Pratt. It was just kind of didn't help it. No, it didn't. <laughs> if it was someone like if it was, if it was the original Mario voice, that would have been great. Like Chris, uh, Chris Day, or something like that. Whoever the voice of uh, Luigi was, they had a really good Luigi voice. But I just think their story wasn't great. It really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of just a little like homage of everything. It was just mm-hmm. all mushed together. Yeah. Obviously, having Donkey Kong as fucking uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, where <laughs> his fucking laugh is. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's not even Donkey Kong. That's Seth Rogen. <laughs> there is no Donkey Kong here. <laughs> no. But also, like the first worldwide Mario movie. Like, there's been TV yeah. shows, there's animated. TV show. <laughs> yeah. I know they're doing a live action Legend of Zelda. Um, they still haven't answered what it's based on. Uh, I'm pretty sure Zendaya is going to be uh, Hilda, the original Zelda. And I'm choosing someone else to be Zelda. 
Yeah. Uh, they want Tom Holland to be Link, but no one really wants that. They're also thinking about the other Rat Boy to be him. Dune? Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, they understand who Rat Boy was. Well, they're the most popular <laughs> young guys at the moment. Rat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also excited for Dune, because that was kind of cool. I never watched the older ones. Which... I do want to watch Dune, because it does look interesting enough. It's good. It's part one, right? Yeah, um, the second one's pa- coming out. Part two got delayed. Yep. Oh, fucking funny. Uh, everyone's actually currently gushing over Rat Boy. I don't know his name, so I'm not saying it. His uh, Willy Wonka one, everyone's like, oh, he's so attractive as Willy Wonka. Um, I saw the Willy Wonka trailer, and I was like, really? Well, Again? <laughs> yeah. Are we serious? Like, I know everyone's like, oh, the original was better. I grew up with the second rendition. Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, and that was fine. Um, And I could not stand the other one, but it's also like, that's gonna how it's going to be. The people who watched whatever one came out in their time or the, their generation... That's the one they're going to like. They're not going to like the older one as much or the newer one. Same with, like, Star Wars, right? Yeah. The hardcore fans who saw the first original three in theaters like those ones. But not the prequels. We like the prequels because they came out when we were going, right? And then yeah. the other ones were like, eh. What you watch first is usually yeah. your favorite. Like, we watched the original six Star Wars movies now, right? They were original yeah. six to us. Um, Those are Star Wars for us. The other ones are, like, Star Wars stories. I still think it's... Uh, funny that the the first release of the original Star Wars happened the same year as the final use of the guillotine. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said to say Timothy. I knew who hey, it was. Austin Butler's in that. Uh, is that Elvis. the Elvis guy? Yeah. yeah. And Florence Pugh. What? In Dune? Or yeah, Dune. Yeah, Dune is a very heavily casted yeah. movie. Like I knew Josh Brolin and. Dave Barista? Barista? Batista? Yeah. Drax. And then Jason Momoa, obviously. Yeah. He's just Jason Momoa. Yeah. Uh, also, the guy, the actor of Moon Knight. Yeah. I thought that one was most obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't mention it. <laughs> He's no. pretty... A lot of FaceTime. Yeah, no. That movie had a lot of high-paid actors doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. It was a very big movie. Like, I have yet to see it. I know I should. Yeah. But, like, it is... We should start doing movies again. I still remember that one summer where we watched like 300, 300 movies <laughs> in a summer where yeah. it was like every single day we'd go work, I'd go to your place, and we'd watch movies till like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just we had a hard drive, allegedly, <laughs> of downloaded movies. Not pirated, downloaded. Uh, Just hundreds of movies. And we just started, and most of them were trash. Yeah. We just watched everything. Well, the first thing was, uh, your parents didn't really care what you watched, and then mine did, and since we were watching at my place, we went through every single title, and I gave it to my dad, and he put a check mark on every single one that I was allowed to watch. Yeah. And we went through all of those, and some of them that he said we should watch, probably should not watch. <laughs> End of the world, so yeah. like the world's end. The, the world's end with Simon Simon Pegg. Yeah. We... <laughs> we should not have watched that at that age. No. And it was funny. The one time, was it your sister who walked in? It was the only time there was no swearing. For like two minutes, yeah. It was just him beating up a guy in like this bathroom stall. And as soon as she left. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and we're enjoying this movie just so much. I think it's just because it was an yeah. adult, like an unrated movie. It was just kind of like, <laughs> it's so weird. Well, we didn't have like phone access as much at that time, right? So it was like, whatever 
my dad said that's what we were doing. Yep. Right? Like, he must know. He remembers. Yep. I remember whenever I was really young, I think it was like 10 maybe, my dad said I could watch Hellboy. And I was I was raised in a Christian household. So whenever he said Hellboy, I was like, oh, no, that is an M-rated movie. I cannot watch that. Then, yeah. like, six years later, the first time I watched Hellboy, I was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I thought nope. this was going to be very, like, very different. Yeah, very demonic, like, just No, this is raging. just a superhero movie about the guy who is... It's a superhero detective show. Yeah, it was very strange. Yeah. Very different. Oh, the worst editing mistake that I remember now. And it is funny because we watched it and we pointed out to Swack because he was a big Lord of the Rings fan. Was that fucking orc's ear. <laughs> it swapped every single Hobbit. shot. The Hobbit? Oh, yeah. fuck, not Lord of the Rings. Yeah, newer. Every single shot, it swapped left, right, left, right, left, right. <laughs> and I was sitting there. I think it was in the theater, too. We were kind of like, yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> Play that back. Oh, we can't. So just, yeah. It made no sense on why. Like, that shouldn't be a hard one. No. And I guess the that... actor should be on top of that. Be like, you know, when they're doing it, the, okay, there's a little more weight on this side the today. Thing there's is, a little more weight on that side. The thing is, uh, in the original uh, Lord of the Rings, all the, everything aside from like the Balrog and like Sauron's eye and very, it was, CGI was very sparsely used on human sized mm-hmm. things. Uh, in The Hobbit, all the orcs were CGI. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like he, the uh, actor, who I think is uh, Kurt Urban, uh, I think. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you know who I mean by that, right? Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, buy you a bottle of lube and oil up your balls. You understand when I say that, yeah. The boys. Yeah, that's yeah. The, I forgot the name of the fucking show. It's the boys. <laughs> the boys. Um. Yeah. So. Anyways. So he had, like, the basic prosthetics on, so they have a base to work on, like the CGI department, but never came down to it. You say Carl? I said Curtis. Kurt Urban. I think it is Carl Urban. Not. I think it's Kurt Urban. I believe we're both wrong. You watched, uh... Carl, with a K. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You watched, um, Sea Monsters recently, right? Uh, the Netflix one? Yeah. All but, like, the first 20 minutes. The main guy in that is also Carl yeah. Urban. Yeah. Uh, and it's very high training dragon. That one's pretty good. Yeah. So, he's in Lord of the Rings, Carl Urban. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. a Ronin guy. Yeah. I don't believe he's an orc. I thought he was in The Hobbit. Was he not? So there's some other big guy that was... I, I typed in Hobbit. All I'm getting is Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit? Azog? Is that it? That's the white orc, is it not? And that's Mel Bennett. Oh, it's Slade Wilson. Okay. Yeah. I, was like, I knew who that was. I would not have But guessed... that wasn't the orc with the ear changing. That was just some random orc. Yeah. I would not have guessed that was Slade Wilson. No. You gotta look at it from a, his side profile. You can see it a lot more. Yeah, that's... From Arrow. Yeah. yeah. And then some shows, like Arrow, I think it was the first four seasons, awesome. Yeah, the, it's not even the fault of actors, which a lot of people tend to put on them. It was just because they ran out of their story. Stuff to do, and they should have ended it. Yeah. Uh, Same with Flash. The, the funding was there, right? Yeah. It was, it was making so much profit, they thought, fuck it, one more season. Yeah. And some people enjoyed it, just for me. Uh, 
I liked Arrow, and that was a different take on him. And at first I was like, okay, he's supposed to be a fun, happy guy. But this is cool. This is Batman, but <laughs> but in Arrow wise, yeah, uh, cool. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm all for creative liberties. Yeah. Um, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. There is some weird ones here and there, but yeah, like when you change something like that for such a good reason, like I don't imagine a funnier version of Arrow doing very well. Like if they'd done Arrow to comic accuracy at the time. It would not have probably gone no because as well. He was just a comic relief yeah. right, character, same as Flash. Yeah, which when you make it all about them, you can't have a full comic relief show, or else it's just a comedy and it's not. Yeah, very superheroish. Uh, which they did with every Spider-Man, right? They dumbed down his funny. Yeah, like none of them are as funny as in a TV show, uh, cartoon. Yeah, where they could just goof around. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Deadpool does it, but it's even that, it's not the full... No, it's not as comedic. It's a lot more... But also, there's so many Deadpool comics. Yeah. That's... Uh, one thing that uh, they can never do easily is the fourth wall break, in which they describe that as how he teleports, as he's just breaking the fourth wall. Everyone just thinks he's teleporting. So he's just jumping from panel to panel. In a comic book where everyone sees him as, you know, teleporting, which yeah. is why they didn't do it in the movie because, you know, he can't have that in the screen as easy. Well, he could have. Like, everyone's like fighting and then he just like walks off set next to the camera people. Like, they, what's that one movie with uh, the Green Goblin guy? James Franco. The worst movie ever. Whatever that one is called. Oh. Yeah. The 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 worst director or something like that. Yeah. Something what well, I can't remember the name of it, but that, right? They did the breaking the fourth wall. Technically not because they were filming a movie about a movie being filmed. Yeah. But like they could have did that where like they had it zoomed in and then they zoomed out, but just have everyone not notice except for Deadpool walks, grabs like a coffee or or someone brings in donuts and he's the only one that hears it. He goes out, grabs a donut, brings it back in, and then gets right back in. They're yeah. just like, what? And he just pops in a different spot. They could do it. Yeah. It yeah. is possible. It's just then you need two film crew. One fake stage film crew who are actually filming as well. Yeah. And then, and the, then the, it'd be the B-roll which they use for that. Yeah. It'd just be, it'd be, it'd be different and weird, but it'd also be pretty funny. Um. Now this is going to come off of not so great on me. I'm sure people are going to hate me for this. I'm not fond of the I, I totally agree. <laughs> um, the, I do not. I don't know what you're about to say. <laughs> um, the best way I can put this is race change. Mm. I'm okay with most race changes in shows if it doesn't change their character. Um, like a lot of them, I can look past. But he has a father. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now you're the racist here because I'm not making any presumptions. You just assumed I meant black. No, I could have meant anything. No, I just. Like I'm okay with a lot of them. Like it can if if it's not essential to their character, fucking go for it. Yeah. Like MJ being black or Zendaya, that changes nothing to her character. No. The only thing that she was essentially in the comic books was a redhead and a love and, interest. That's yeah. pretty much her whole role. What didn't really like she lived in a broken home. That was pretty much her backstory. Yeah. Right. It did not give a shit when they changed her character. No. Um. A lot of the times I don't give a shit. Yeah. 
Ariel being black, sure. It's a little strange, but whatever. I mean, there's no sunlight in the bottom of the sea, but okay. Um, The one that does only recently, because I just recently watched it, in Percy Jackson TV series, um, the character Annabeth is stated repeatedly over and over and over is that she's blonde. Yeah. And they show a darker actress. Never been <laughs> depicted as that, because... Uh, and something Dardario, can't remember Alexandria Dardario. Yeah, she's also not no. blonde. And that's the thing. But th- she had the blue eyes that they wanted, right? Yeah, because that was her depiction as pale blue eyes, the perfect human, right? <laughs> the superior race. Okay, German. <laughs> you just going full Nazi now or something? Heil. <laughs> Sleeper podcast. <laughs> now that we got past all these other episodes, <laughs> let me get tell you how we really feel. <laughs> but no, like, and it's not even that I give a shit if she, that, she, that the new actress is black. She's a child. She's doing her dream. She wants mm-hmm. to play an actress or be a certain character, and that's great. Like, they changed uh, Carrion. Why the fuck did I say it like that? Uh, in- <laughs> Carol. <laughs> what? How did you get to that? <laughs> <laughs> you totally butchered that. <laughs> Carol. That's <laughs> the most white name ever. No, the Charon, uh, or Karen, whatever you want to say it, uh, the centaur in Greek mythology, which is the trainer of heroes. Okay. Um, Or Phil and Hercules. <laughs> That's not the same guy. <laughs> No, uh, it might be actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure that he's, is. The he's same like an Olympus trainer. Yeah, he's he trains. Yeah, but um, he's a yeah, he's a centaur. Okay, he yeah. he trains demigods in the centaur. Isn't that the horse one? Yes. What's the, the and goat one? Phil is a satyr. Satyr. Yeah. Or there's actually three different words for it, but that's one that I know. Goat man. <laughs> uh, actually, no. Satyr. Uh, is basically just a man and a goat. There's the fawn, which is half man, half goat, which also uh, is a fairy of some sorts. They play music and eat people. Interesting. Um, there's three different ones. And I think it's satyrs in uh, Percy Jackson. Anyways, yeah. um, they make Grover black, which in the um, books, he's a white guy. But in the first movie, they made him black. And honestly, I did not give a shit because yeah. it had nothing to do with his character. No, it worked well. Yeah. Um, and even in the new series, he's also black. Um, yeah. but anyways, what Karen... you're saying is if, I, I know there's a comic book with, uh, black Batman, but they're not making him Bruce Wayne, right? To totally fine. Yep. That's a different Batman. If you try to make Bruce Wayne black, he is a white playboy millionaire. The whole thing. That is him. That's part of his thing. The whole thing is that his, the Wayne family in Batman have been rich and wealthy for years and yeah. decades. You can't have a darker complexion family if you have their entire history as rich people. That too. Because of in the history, you would not have a richer, but darker family. Also, it's a comic book, a different world. You could. Yeah, it could. Anyways, back to uh, Prince Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> back to reality. Uh, Karen, the centaur, was originally a... Of Greek complexion, which is a tanner, but more white than black, uh, skin tone. And in the original movie, uh, that's, they chose a white guy, which is in its own kind of weird, but kind of looked past it. And they made him black in the TV show, which again, kind of weird, but 
I went past. I don't care. It's guys playing a good role. He's acting well. Good enough. But it comes down to those ones that you're kind of like, why did you change it? Like, even Domino from Deadpool, who is normally a very white person. Yeah, but she also always was different, right? Like, that's no. harder. No. She's it's... bluish. That was due to animation. They oh. can't make something super white without putting some blue in it to make it appear. But also the great. comic books. Wasn't she white and blue? Like, that was her colors? Yep. And comic books and animation is the same idea. Mm. Same reason that uh, the the black symbiote suit has blue on it. It's to show that it's not just a black blob. Yeah, same it, with Batman. That's why everyone thought he had blue on him. It's just because the blue shading to make it not just a black abyss. Yeah, exactly. And match everything he's in. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like Domino, she is normally a pure white with like a black diamond mm-hmm. over her eye. Um, in Deadpool, she was a... African American woman with a white patch over her eye, yeah. and honestly, I liked it. Yeah, I've told it went well. Uh, one they couldn't really change that would probably go bad with people is Storm. I don't think you can have. Yeah, no, you cannot. Her entire because, story yeah, exactly. is that she's a goddess of an African village. Yeah, like you cannot change that yeah. one. That like, is, there's just set. certain ones you can't. Like honestly, if they chose someone of a darker complexion to play Iron Man, I could see it. Uh, Captain America, you can't because his based in history, yeah. and it makes sense. They even made a storyline out of blue eye, blonde. <laughs> he is an Aryan person. Yeah. Um, like you could do Bruce Banner as black. No one would really care. Black Widow, you could probably do as a black person. Yeah, I don't think so as much because those are very, very popular characters. But they Hawkeye, did it with Nick could... Nick Fury. No one had a problem. Nick Fury was changed into a comic book character black before he was movie black. Yeah. Based on Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. But then there's also some, yeah, just some characters you can't, right? It just yeah. wouldn't work. There's, it's a thing that there is a really weird half and half is. Like Black Panther as a white guy? No. No. But yeah, I guess it all depends on. Actually, that. most of the black characters, you, you cannot can't. change their race. Uh, But a lot of. White character, you can't eat it. It's because, well, actually, no, quite a few white ones you can change to yeah. a, not to black, but to other complexions mm-hmm. without too much issue. Like, normally, I'm pretty sure Moon Knight is a white guy, and they made him, actually, no, he might, I'm not sure. He might have been Egyptian. So, something. But yeah, like, normally, that's. I don't think he's white in the comics. I mean, his suit's white. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that counts though. Um, but yeah, like, and honestly, I don't, I don't know why we're so stuck, so stuck on uh, this race thing. I could not. I just want to keep repeating that. I just could not. I could care less about most of these uh, changes and stuff. But never, it's their base character. It does change quite a bit. Jewish American. Jewish, huh? So white. Yeah. Um. No, I, I just think it's interesting that sometimes people care and other times people should care, right? I'm trying yeah. to think of other care if they like. Also, for say Nightcrawler, when they are all covered up, who cares? He's blue, as long yep. as they play him right. Exactly. And if it's a masked character who never takes a mask, who cares if they get the voice right? Right. There's certain aspects. It's like who cares 
weapon. As long as they play the character well. But if the character has their face open in a comic book, I think you should be as close to accurate as you can. Yeah. So and if it doesn't affect it that much, that's yeah. more of, I guess, a personal view. Like the worst one of worst thing I ever considered of uh, retconning is the weird name uh, Rowling, uh, writer of Harry Potter, did so much backtracking on that fucking series. Yeah, and it's like want to turn Hermione. Herm- yeah, yeah, Hermione is like they describe her as a white person throughout mm-hmm. majority of the books. I'm pretty sure. And then, like, ten years later, she's black! Abracadabra? <laughs> I'm surprised didn't make a rhyme there. I can't see how I can. Hey, hey my stick is bigger. Let's oh. make her up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was not thinking that at all. <laughs> Apparently I am racist. What the fuck? There's no bleep in basically every <laughs> sentence. No. <laughs> Again, zero fucks given on who plays it, as long as you play it well. Looking... I had major, major um, reservations about the Percy Jackson series when it was first announced. This one says that Nick Free was introduced as black in an altern- ultimate alternate universe and resembled Samuel Jackson. So they just went, this is a different universe, bam. No, see what happened is well, that's what it says here. everyone was getting really tired of white. Um, yeah, it was just Fury. annoying. And eventually, some of the uh, creators of the original Marvel comics in that in that time frame went to Samuel L. Jackson and said, "Hey, can we use your likeness in uh, you know, in in the comic books for Nick Fury?" He went, "Sure, if I could play him in a live action version." Yeah. And they said, "Okay." <laughs> So as soon as the live action came out, he was the only choice. Okay, so I, uh, on a site, let me see. Let me get it. Uh, CBR is the one, so that I'm not just ripping it off. So Human Torch in that new one. I couldn't see that, simply no. because they're supposed to be siblings. They're supposed to be siblings. And so, I guess adopted sibling kind of is okay. Sure. But... but make them both black, make them both white. They got to be siblings, right? That's yeah. the whole point. That's what I gotta say on him. Uh, they do have Domino. I thought it was fine. Uh, they could have just painted her skin white. The, yeah. They might have had a problem with that being that she's doing white face, maybe. Maybe. But that's a character. I don't see that as being like part of the actor herself. That's what she's playing. It's more like Mystique being blue. Yeah. Like and again, I thought it was really cool. A uh, little cameo is they got the actual old actress from. X-Men 1, 2, and 3, like the actress of Mystique, to star for like five seconds in uh, First Class. Whenever um, young Mystique or Jennifer Lawrence is laying naked in a bed for uh, Magneto, mm-hmm. uh, he like maybe in like 10 years or so, and then she shapeshifts into the actress of the original, uh, you call it, original uh, Mystique. Mystique. And for a second there, I'm like, did they actually get her, or did they just make Jeffrey Lawrence the goal? And they changed it into her, like, oh, they actually did it. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, the ancient one in Doctor Strange it used to be a guy. Uh, the ancient one. Yes, it was a Japanese guy, and now it's a white woman. Yeah. That one, I think, is a little weird. Yeah, they definitely, because of like, the culture around that and being in a monastery. And now she's a British white yeah. woman. But it's, also, it's... you know, Doctor Strange is British <laughs> actor. Yeah. Um, that, I, I, I looked past it 
I have no preference because I didn't know that beforehand. Exactly. So and... I didn't know any better. But now I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one, I can't. That doesn't hurt me because I didn't know. But if I was a comic fan, that probably would have been like, okay. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a gender In change. In the movie, uh, Doctor Strange, they also reference to it. Because whenever he, like, the uh, Mordo introduces the ancient one, his hand goes towards the old white guy who looks, or not old white, the old Japanese guy or Chinese guy that looks exactly like that. And then uh, Doctor Strange just starts talking to him like he was the ancient one. Then they introduce the actual well, one. Well, they could also have put it off as uh, it's a different ancient one, right? There's more than one ancient one. Exactly. The ancient ancient one is Well, because he turned into the ancient one after, right? Because he's now the head of... Yeah. Or no, Mordo is. No, not Mordo. Uh, Wu. Yeah, Wong. Wu. Wu. Yeah, so, right? Racist? (laughs) Wu? (laughs) It was close, okay? You call him the old guy from Lego Ninjago? Yes. Wu. (laughs) Wu. That one, I can see, like, they can change it a bit. That, yeah. That works with predecessors, right? That's the word. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one's fine, I think. Aquaman. That, yeah, see, I that wasn't... one, I'm, no one cared about Arthur. No. no, because he was just annoying. He was a sucky character <laughs> yeah. to begin with. He can talk to a fish. Yeah. Woohoo! Like, and he was under the water, like, who cares, right? Same with Ariel. Under the water. Yeah. Like, you can't. No, Nobody lives underwater. It's not dictatable. No. Mary Jane, there's that one. I, we already discussed that one. Goku? Uh, in the Dragon Ball Z movie, which we watched during the time frame of summer, <laughs> yeah, uh, really weird. It was a white guy. Yeah, again, he was Japanese. Yeah. Uh, big one is uh in the newer series of One Piece. Uh, they're all supposed to be Japanese. Okay. They are not. No. Uh, like Monkey D. Luffy, I'm for sure is Monk. Uh, Monkey D. Luffy <laughs> is uh Mexican, I believe. Which, by the way, if you want a really good series to watch, it's fairly short. Uh, it's got him in it. I'm blanking on the name right now. It's the Imperfects or something like that. Uh, pretty good story. Turns around. Like, I started off thinking, okay, it's just another kind of campy TV show. What am I going to do? And then it's like, oh, storylines should be good. Did you watch... Oh, sorry. Continue. No. <laughs> no, we're not continuing? <laughs> okay. Uh... Did you ever watch that one I said that you should? Uh, Netflix's uh, Cyberpunk? Ed- uh, Edge no. Runners? Oh. Uh, Penny Hunters? Edge Runners. Uh, Edge Runners. Or no. Night Runner. Yeah. That's good. It's like yeah. nine, maybe 13 episodes. Very fast paced. Like, yeah. Like time jumps, time jumps. Like, very interesting. Dark. Explicit. Uh, Mordo is yep. a white guy. Black. I don't uh, know any of his stories, so. Mordo, again, like I said, a lot of the times you can get away with most changes in that yeah. respect. As long as they're not, like, a main, main character. Like, Mordo, he's, unless I guess you're really into Doctor Strange. But he is Doctor Strange's main bad guy. Yeah. The fact that they made him a good guy at first, it mm-hmm. definitely did, actually, I think it was more of a, why is he? But it was the origin story, so. This is a big one. The Kingpin. He is white, huge guy. He was black in yeah. the one Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, and I did not give a shit. Nope. Honestly, didn't know he was Kingpin at the time, but... Nope. But he's always white in a white suit, and that, I just think it worked, because he was big, 
Like, yeah, he was remember? not fat in that. No. He was just a large guy. And I still liked him. I still like him way better than any other just because he was more human. Like, in his acting, it was more, like, obviously he's not supposed really to be a likable character. I really do like that actor, though. Yeah. Like, he plays roles really well. Yeah. But then this new Kingpin in The Daredevil, I could not... Stand his voice? I mostly skipped his scenes. I was like, this is so annoying. I could do his voice at one point, too. Yeah. I remember because I did it accidentally you once. You did it in the like, podcast. Did well. I? Yeah, I believe so. And you hated it. Yeah. But... <sighs> Oh, I, why like, would you do that? I tried to watch it just for the story. Uh, no, nah, gotta skip it. Yeah, especially that one whole episode about him. I was like, Duh. okay, Valkyrie from uh, Thor. Yeah, I know she's a blonde woman. Yeah, didn't care. I don't really care that much. But if they made Thor, well, they did to make him a woman at one point, which would still be fine. Yeah, I think. Uh, but for typical Thor to start out, I think they need him to be a white man as well. See, what pisses me off a little bit is that they changed Thor's hair color. Yeah. In original Norse mythology. Mythology! Woohoo! We uh, got there! <laughs> he is a redhead. He is a, like, seven foot tall, fat redhead. Yeah. Viking. Viking. Yeah. Not fat, like, fat. Like, fat as in, like, he's got. But like, well fed. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, you know, royalty. Yeah. So. He is not at all what the comics made him out to be. Um, and that's the thing that made me laugh. Um, because the first visual depiction of Thor in North mythology, uh, like, first depiction that you actually see him, accurate to mythology, is God of War 2, uh, the new series of God of War. Uh, Ragnarok, that's the name of it. And... Everyone was pissed off because he wasn't this, like, six-foot-tall, blonde, jacked guy. Like, that's not Thor. That can't be Thor. No, that's that's what that's Thor's original to... Thor. That is the Thor that was supposed to be. Yeah. But why can't people adapt? Anybody could make a Thor movie. They just don't be Marvel accurate. That's a Marvel comic Thor, yeah. right? You have to be accurate to Marvel comic Thor, which was blonde, right? Yeah. But mythology Thor, you can make a whole different movie. One thing about Thor that I did not like is that his character changed per movie. Like, his whole attitude, his whole character, like a different character. Each. Yeah, really dumb. He's, yeah, he's, like, really dumb in the first one. Yeah. And then he was just hammer it in, like, the Avengers. Second one, he had a little more, like, uh, talking, I guess. Yeah. And then Thor 3 is just complete turnaround. Yeah, kind of, like, more confident but a little cocky. And then the newest one... I guess he was just... I didn't watch it. But Dumbed it, down again. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's it's weird. Uh, very weird. Catwoman apparently is... White, and white. she was... In the Catwoman movie, it was yeah. the actress of Storm. Yeah. I did not care. That, Me neither. Th- I thought that was perfect. Catwoman has been changed to... Uh, aside yeah. from Anne Cathaway. Anna Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Yeah. Uh, she's actually been dark complexion and everything. Anna Hathaway was my least favorite Catwoman. Yep. Because I, I, I thought, like... Personally, I just don't like Anna Hathaway all that uh, much. I, I think she's fine. She's um, fine. When I watched that Batman with Anna Hathaway, I was like, why is she white? <laughs> that was my <laughs> one on that one. I was like, I've only ever known the Catwoman movies. Honestly, and even in animation, she's been darker. Yeah. Like So it's just kind of odd, but I guess. Electro, that one... 
was odd for me. Jamie Foxx. I honestly didn't mind because he was blue. <laughs> yeah, that was also different. Like, it was a very different, which that I was, guess. I didn't care that he was black. I cared that he was blue. <laughs> like, where's the yellow and green where's the suit? suit? Yeah. Like, Sandman, spot on. Oh, yeah, no, he was a p- perfect depiction of him. Yeah. Uh, I loved, and if we're just going to go off changes in comics, uh, Green Goblin. I was not, like, obviously, I've seen the original idea for Green Goblin, like, uh, William Defoe's Green Goblin. Uh, they had the animatronic mask, which would move like you, like a mouth would, to make it look like he was wearing like a, just a green goblin. But they changed him into like a metal suit instead. And I understand why. I made it more realistic, more like this is real world, mm-hmm. a little less what the fuck. <laughs> but uh, they could not like I can't imagine anyone else playing Green Goblin better, and no one has. Yeah. Like um. Well, that's the thing, right? It was Green Goblin, New Goblin, and then Harry Osborn. Monster Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> They've all been different. They didn't really try to replace any of them. They did that well, I think. Yep. Uh, they did really good for, obviously, the original Green Goblin. I will stand by him. 100%. That was the yeah. best Goblin we ever got. Yeah. Uh, New Goblin, which was uh, the younger guy whose name, uh, I forgot. You said it earlier. Harry. No, Osborne. the actor. I never said his name. You did. Way back in this podcast. I don't think so. His name is you did. You quite did. different. You said his name earlier. Oh, James Franco. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about Monster Goblin. I no, didn't say his no, name. I don't know him. Yeah. I don't care about him. Wow. Uh, he actually did play uh, the Virilion. Yeah, which was a good yeah. movie, too, because it was just out there. Uh, another Thor one. Heimdall. Could care less. I just really like the actor. Yeah. Idris Elba. I'm not a big fan of how he turned around. So, it was funny, he quit Marvel, like, he said, he, I am done with Marvel, like, whenever he died in, uh, Infinity War, or end of, uh, Thor 3, his big thing was, like, he's done, he's not coming back at all. He's like, I am done with children's movies. Mm-hmm. And then he went and played in Cats. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> of all the things you could choose to go into next. And then, uh, there's also, uh, the Mandarin. I guess he was a white guy. I I didn't even know I, it was a character I, beforehand. I loved the, the. Oh yeah, I like uh, that guy. Yeah, that's awesome. That guy, Pedro Pascal. Again, Joel. Yeah. Sorry, and then, Joel. And then what they did with, like, they wanted a black Captain America. They did. They made Falcon Captain America. They also had the original Captain America uh, reference. Yeah, and then they wanted a black Spider-Man. Miles Morales. Just make a new character. Everybody, and Miles Morales has picked up quite yeah, well. So. Everybody loves him. He's good, right? Yep. It's And it works that way because now it's a whole new character. They have their own backstory. I doubt people would go for... Actually, that would be awesome. Black Ant-May. Ooh, that would be <laughs> she awesome. She kick ass! <laughs> but it would not be Ant-May. Imagine the can on her. <laughs> the sass. Come on. Like, I don't think... Like, sure, you could change Peter Parker. I don't think it makes sense, but... I think people would have more of a problem with Aunt May being... Yeah. Uh, it's still funny that everyone made fun of each Aunt May as it went on. Like, the original Aunt May was an old white woman with white hair, frail, old, simple. Yep. The second Aunt May was younger. Yeah, it was like, what, like 75 to 80? And then it went to like 50-ish, 50 to 60? And then it went to like 
30 to 40. And I was like saying, so the next Spider-Man we're going to get is like actually 16. And then the Aunt May is going to be like 30. <laughs> Maybe 20. If hmm. Depends May, on when Peter Parker gets his powers. Usually it's like 16. Yeah. So if he's 16, she's got to be at least, you know. No, 30 works because she's not yeah. a mother. Yeah. Right. She could, she be, could 20. be 20. She could yeah. be 16 for all we care. Yeah. That'd you be know. weird to get. Yeah, yeah. You have to at least be. You know how 18. much fucking weird things would happen with that? There'd be so much innuendos towards him and his aunt fucking. It'd be mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. There already is, so. The younger anime, the newest one. I never heard nothing about that. No? Everyone was making the joke how Tony Stark was going to fuck her. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, no, Spider-Man wouldn't let that. He'd fuck her first. All right. Yeah. It's because of that whole thing where Spider-Man has pheromones and make people attracted to him. Hmm. Yeah, it's... Interesting. Yeah, there's like, no way could a nerdy little guy get a person like Mary Jane and then it became a thing where he has pheromones that he doesn't know he has and that attracts people. That's why everyone's into him. Uh, in comics. Interesting. That's why he's had relationships with everyone at this point. Uh, all, the, was, all the women yeah. who are evil. It's it's weird. It, it, is, it is a weird comic stretch for that one. Honestly, I could never choose a better Dr. Octopus, I'll be honest with you. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but that's also a little different, the actor, compared to like how he is in the comic. He's a very raggedy kind of man. Yep. Usually pretty raggedy. But I and like, like the larger, and he's like, Argh. like he was more like large, as in not healthy. Where Round. this guy was, I, I'd say he seemed fine. He like, seemed he pretty seemed healthy. Like he yeah. was good for his size. Yeah. Uh, not a fan of the Venom choice, but that was not due to the creators' issues. That was due to budgeting issues and uh, the actor for Eddie Brock was big at the time. Big at the time, but that also ruined him. Yep. Uh, no, I was going to say, the the reason Venom turned out so bad is due to the owners? Fox or Marvel, whatever uh, people were funding the movie, wanted to pick up time frame, so they had to scrap the bodysuit. Hmm. So normally he was going to be a massive... Like, they, they ever show you that? The animatronic they had for... So Venom was going to be an animatronic originally. Uh, except for scenes where they had to have someone's face in it, and then they'd have, like, just a bodysuit. Yeah. But originally, it was, like, the full-on big mouth, like, very comic-accurate Venom. Mm-hmm. But since they wanted to beat things up, they instead had to go VFX and just had a simple-looking guy in a, yeah. like, really really regular suit. And it just didn't work out in their favor. No. As if they tried to turn them red. Carnage. <laughs> yeah. Uh... That's actually the whole section. Like, obviously, they had Mysterio in the original trilogy of Spider-Man, but they never went through with it. The original beginning for Spider-Man 3 was to have uh, Spider-Man arrest uh, Mysterio, which was the actor from Ash in The Evil Dead, who was in all three movies. Mm-hmm. You know what actor I'm talking about? The main actor? Yeah. yeah. So he's in, like, all three movies. Uh, that was originally supposed to be Mysterio. Okay. Uh, that was actually his role from the beginning because he was going to be Mysterio. And his thing was to pop up in each movie as a different person, like acting as a different person to confuse everyone. And Peter Parker doesn't notice because it's illusions and he doesn't care. Um, but yeah, he was going to be Mysterio, but due to the thing that they couldn't afford to get a whole other bad guy in there, they already had two. <laughs> it yeah. became a 
scrapped thing. Like, Spider-Man 3 was supposed to have, like, five different villains. They wanted Vulture in there. They well, it's because Spider-Man had so many villains. Well, that's the thing. They had a large variety. And Venom obviously makes sense. Sandman, I can understand. They got the perfect actor for it. Green Goblin was already covered. Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dr. Octopus, another big one, is gone. So the only ones they didn't really cover, like, Scorpion was never considered for it. Uh, Scorpion has never actually been done. Nope. They referenced to him. They did Rhino weirdly. In the weirdest way possible. Yeah. yeah. Just a suit. Yeah. But they were trying to get away from, which is probably why they didn't do Scorpion, because they would probably just do another Scorpion suit if they were to do it. Yeah, but the thing is, Scorpion suit has been done and it worked out well. You just said no one's done Scorpion. Not in live action. Yeah. In the games, oh, okay. he's usually wearing just a, like a mechanized suit. Uh-huh. And like, then... it's, it's his body suit, the entire tail thing is mechanized. Because now they have Vulture, and it was way more mechanical than just... And it went by well. Yeah, that was fine, because no one really liked the Vulture. Yes, the guy with wings. Yeah. And also was Michael Keegan. Cretan? Something like that. Yeah. Um, oh, I believe in Toy Maguire Spider-Man, they had Vulture, or his wings or something, and the guy, but then they never did anything with it. And Norman came in and talked to him, and then that's where that, like, that gas chamber was, where he went crazy. I believe it was that's yeah. It might be. I might be wrong, or it could be a, a, a animated one that I'm bringing in. But something. Which one are you going off of here? Tobey Maguire. Uh, Tobey Maguire's Green Goblin. Yeah, he went to a uh, like he was yeah. in. He was doing an experiment that was getting defunded, so he had to prove that it was uh worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So his test subject, he became he became the test subject for it. But I was pretty sure in one of like the back things, you could see the vulture wings. Uh, I think so, but in the one that I think you're thinking of right now is the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, yeah, which they where at the did. end they had the, yeah, the end. octopus arms, they had the wings and all that. Yeah. Um, so with Andrew Garfield one, they try to stay very into reality as much as possible. Obviously, they had a giant lizard, so yeah. I don't know why they try to stick with reality. And lizard was perfect. Lizard was it's a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't really like the lizard that you normally see. He was more humanoid lizard. Mm-hmm. But it was it worked. It worked. Uh, Electro was just a blue guy. Again, it it was what it was. But for some reason, Green Goblin they didn't go Green Goblin. They skipped right over the Norman Osborn and went straight to yeah. Harry. Well, I think they went more for like the characters actually had something happen to them. Like uh, the Electro fell into the vat just like how he should have, and he got zapped a whole bunch and he turned it to the he had the powers right. Yeah. Uh, Green Goblin he had the serum. He turned it to the lizard. Dr. Connor turned it to the lizard. Yeah. I don't know what I said. <laughs> Green Goblin turned yeah. it to the lizard. And then Green Goblin, rather than just a suit and being crazy with some sort of gas chamber. Yeah, it was like he, a, a disease that yeah. he tried to cure and it just messed with his yeah. mind. and he turned to a monster. So they did a lot more like just transformations rather yeah. than suits and craziness. Well, like Green Goblin, original Green Goblin, William Defoe, was gas. Uh, Sandman was an accident in a thing. Like a military sand pit thing. Yeah, still makes no sense to me, but it happened what happened. Uh, and same thing, even with uh, Dr. Octopus. It was funding thing. He tried to prove that he was that his his thing was good, pushed the limits, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... it. It The development of each villain is more trauma than it is convenience. Like, the only one that became villain due to convenience is Vulture in the newest. Because he wasn't forced to do that. He just makes money. Yep. Uh, second one was Mysterio, where he went bad because Tony Stark called his thing Barf. 
which was the the worst villain origin story ever. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, cool villain though. Well, wasn't, version wasn't of... it also like he took some of his ideas as well? Wasn't that what Tony Stark did as well? Uh, yeah, and then named them Barf. Yeah, <laughs> that whole like thing. Yeah, was his idea, and that's why he went evil. Like that was his mm-hmm. idea. It wasn't that he took over the idea; it's that he named it Barf. Um, yeah. There was another one in there. Oh, a uh, big reference, a big thing back to the race thing. Uh, proof that. Not always does it work well when you change someone to a different race. Is Batwoman, the TV series where they had uh, that one lady as Batwoman, and then she quit due to not liking the project, and then they hired a black woman to play it, and it bombed after like a season. Mm-hmm. Also, no, never mind. That was, they could have oh, made her wig, black right? off of yeah. They could have yeah. made her black off the bat, mm-hmm. and it probably would have been fine. <laughs> no <laughs> I wasn't actually laughing here <laughs> I wanted fake laughter here not, not genuine laughter I was fake laughing too just cause I knew you didn't mean to do off the bat but it was just like ah, ah, see what you did uh no like if they had made her black off the bat <laughs> Shut up. Uh, it would have made like no one would have cared as much about the change no. since they did it so much like that. Also, because you got attached to the actor actress. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> I did, but still, I, I hate it it's, when they change characters. Like even with uh, Jimmy Olsen, he's been black for the last like three generations. Uh, the redhead boy from Superman. Camera. Jimmy Olsen? No, he's a main part of Superman. He's like the second thing next to Lois Lane. He is Lois Lane's cameraman. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, you don't know him. I watched Superman movies just so that I would have the knowledge of saying I watched He's in almost everyone except for the recent ones with Henry Cavill. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he's not much to say there. He's He's a redheaded white boy. With the camera. Uh, he usually has that watch that rings, like, never he's in danger, he can click in, Superman would come. It's a big thing. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, he's almost always black. In Supergirl, Jimmy Olsen is black, and everything that he's played in since, he's usually a black guy. And no one gave a shit. <laughs> Why do you know who he was? Apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's what that is. And then, what about Superman? He's always been white. Yeah. Like, they tried to do the black uh, Superman comics for a bit, and no one liked it. Yeah. It's, they're like, he's an alien. He shouldn't be black. <laughs> what? <laughs> why does that make... Yeah. Why do you say it like that? But, like, same thing. They did Green Lantern, but that's a ring. Whoever wears the ring has the power of the Actually, lantern. no, they did Green Lantern really well yeah. because of that. Because uh, Hal Jordan yep. was still Green Lantern never John Stewart became Green Lantern. And Guy Gardner was a fucking mistake. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, people like him, so... Comic relief. Comic relief. He's an asshole. He literally... they Someone had to draw his ass on a window. Yep. He mooned Batman. Like, that is... Again, if they made Guy Gardner black, they wouldn't have done that, because yeah. that's just stupid. Ones they probably couldn't change is Hawkman and Hawkgirl from being Egyptian. They shouldn't have. No, they were white. Yeah. They were white, white yeah. in the comics, because they were not Egyptian. Yeah. In the comics, Same they were just aliens or different, like 
race, like like uh, Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman that could change black, it would make sense. Like per, but this might be a personal thing, but she comes from a actually no, she has to be Greek. Yeah. But from a Themyscarian era area where it's always sunny, it would make, make more sense for them to have yeah. a dark complexion. Yeah. Like she could be very much they could choose an actress who is darker, almost Egyptian, mm-hmm. uh, even darker than that if they want to, and it would still area wise so I think up. it all works into you can't change the the character's background I think yeah, that's what that, we're getting that essentially at, is, fits it I'm trying to think right. of other characters unless they have a full suit or they're a different color like vibrant different color like blue or red right and it's not supposed to be you know native because I think a native guy should be played as a native yes absolutely like, is, you should not change that is the Warpath actor native yes he is yeah because I believe Warpath he is native American yeah which doesn't make sense if he's Logan's son. Uh, he sleeps with a Native American woman. Oh. That can happen, you know. <laughs> it doesn't just spawn out of his dick. Well, I was just thinking like that he would be a mix more than Normally, just... Normally, uh, Lore uh, Kinney, um, X-23, is also Native American descent. I'm pretty sure the girl who played her... Wasn't it she? That's why she spoke Spanish? Yeah. And a lot of a lot of times it's weird they do that. They'll swap Spanish and uh, Native American pretty liberally. But if they made X-23 black, I don't think it would work so well. Uh, Not normally, no. They'd probably go with a different uh, generation yeah. of that. It would be like X-23-2 X or something like that. Yeah. Which I still think is stupid. Weapon X is just the 10th weapon, and X-23 is the 23rd generation of Weapon X. So technically, if they did a generation off X-23, it'd be X-23-23. <laughs> and isn't... Because, like, Weapon X is Wolverine. Weapon 11 is Deadpool. Yeah. So yeah, you know what it's going for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's it's trying to think of ones that could change without issue now. Like yeah. or we can move on to a different topic or go for twenty minutes. Okay. <laughs> two hours. Or, two hours? Uh, it's one forty. Holy fuck. Alright, this is a long one. <laughs> Alright, um let's go off. We went that. off uh yeah, so we'll try to Cyborg, you cannot make white. I stand by that. Yeah. Robin, you can make black, so just be another Robin. Exactly. It See, that's the thing. There's so many different Robins already. They all have different backstories. Just make another Robin. Honestly, I, like, they made a darker complexion Robin, and that's Damian Wayne. He is supposed to be, like... Yeah, he's a different race. Yeah. Um. Annoying. <laughs> I don't mind him sometimes. No, I don't either. But it depends on, on the version that yeah. they choose. Because sometimes they make him... Like, he's too cool, and it's like, oh, okay. But other times, they make him an annoying kid, which I guess, you know, he should be able to have that. Yeah. But it's like that I'm from royalty annoying kid, which... Pisses you off? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's this character, Entitled. Yeah, I it, guess it, it plays it well. It, it is It is the character, and it plays it well, and it's annoying. Um, Who else would do a easy enough race change? Just off the top of my head, I don't know. Like, they did Starfire in the Teen Titans movie, and that was fine. Yep. Because like, she's also an alien. alien. If you're going to be yeah. an alien, you can be whatever you fuck you but want. But you made Raven black when her whole thing is being pale. Pale, pale, pale? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think uh, it would work. Beast Boy could be anything. Yep. Like, they changed, They made him Asian. of an Asian descent. Yeah. And I didn't care no. all that much. It made sense. He's still green. It's not like he's pink or blue. So. Exactly. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure... Sh- no, maybe not. 
Pretty sure Robot Man is supposed to be a black man inside. But again, it's a robot. I, it's can't, a suit. I, can't, I will not back that up if someone asks me. <laughs> I don't actually know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm just trying to... I don't know these... Anyway, we said we were getting away from it. So, yeah. different movies, maybe away from Marvel and DC. Sure. Uh, different things. So, we went from stop motion, which is interesting. Um, just animation. Uh, there's all different kinds. I think that's just a, a movie. Same with live action and animation. They're very much movies. And then you get anime, which usually just goes crazy. There's a lot less restrictions towards anime. So, you'll see it in the steps. Live action, there's a whole lot of restrictions for what you can do. And what you just can't do. Due to, basically, you can't make someone who's in live action mix well with something that's animation. As animation can only go so far. Even though they keep trying, like Hop and Sonic. Yeah, it just, a lot of times, it does not mix well. Which both (laughs) Same guy, (laughs) Scott Summers. He just likes to sit in a car alone (laughs) and talk to himself. He doesn't work well with other actors. Apparently. Uh, but no, I, I know what you mean. So with animation, like, uh, say any animation off the top of my head, How Train Dragon, Shrek, all that, they can do more what they want to do because it is animation. Like whatever they choose to do, it's going to end up happening. But with anime, since it's, I don't want to say it's sim- simpler style, but you'll notice there's a lot more anime than I there is. I would say from animation to anime is one is a movie or a show, and the other is art. More. There's a lot more freedom. Yeah, is what I go by. So but... because, um, okay, I'm gonna keep going. Uh, because animation is generally set only in three locations: uh, America, Canada, mm-hmm. and Europe, like UK. Mm-hmm. Those are the three base locations for most animation stu- uh, studios. So they had to follow the guidelines of three locations. What's only allowed here, or what's what we can allow in Canada, will not be allowed in UK. So we had to follow some guidelines for all three. Japan, which does almost all of the anime, has they, they only have... to compete with Japan. Japan has all anime because if it's somewhere else, it's not anime. Yeah. So anime only like they have complete freedom to do what they want because their regulations are only in that way. Yeah. I have a distinction of some clarification. Uh, What's the difference between animation as we keep bringing up Shrek? Um, Or let me pick a different one. From uh, the boys to Shrek, where it's flat animation to 3D animation. The, the boys, comic uh, diabolical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more different. Let's see. So, like a Toy Story, or what's a newer one at the moment? Even the that one from Netflix, the one with the fish, <laughs> the dragon, the don, the whatever, that one. You know, you mentioned it in the beginning. The fish. The fish. Uh, fuck. Sea monsters. Yeah, sea monsters. So that one's animation. What's that compared to Omni Man? No. <laughs> Invincible. Style. Style. Are they both, or does one classify as a cartoon? Because I think both of them classify as cartoons. No. Uh, cartoon and animation is only due to age. So, cartoon is for younger uh, audiences. Age is usually nilch to nine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. 
Okay, so it's more of just a younger subcategory. Yeah, so animation. Uh, cartoon is generally for kids, yeah. and animation is usually for adults, and or sort of for like teenagers to adults. So would Shrek be a cartoon, and technically? No, uh, Shrek would be an animation. Adult animation would be Invincible. Yeah, okay. But then, yeah, there's definitely different styles where one's more of an anime cartoon. One's more cartoon. Animation. One's more animation. One's more uh, renderation. Okay. Where it's 3D rendered or if it's... So it's like 3D to 2D. Yeah, so you're looking at either hand-drawn or you're looking at uh, computer-generated. Right. So Invincible's 2D. Yes. It's... Okay, so I think that's the difference... I was thinking how they wanted to make was 3D to 2D. Yeah. Because cartoons, in my mind, are like Teen Titans' cartoon. Yeah. That's, that's 2D. Where... Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> Shrek. How to Train a Dragon, Toy yeah. Story. All those ones are 3D, 3D cartoons. So they're animation. Yeah. Where I think when it goes to 2D, it feels more like drawings than animation. Even though it is animation. But like something like Shrek feels like a lot more like they're animating things to do it. They get a, a model and they make it move and animate things where 2D makes it seem like they could do that. But it seems a lot more like they're drawing and they're just making a picture move rather than making an environment for models to move. Yeah. If you know what I'm trying to get at. I understand what you're trying to get at. So it comes down in line to... Blue aura. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> it comes down to basically just that, yeah, where it is more of an art form for animation and cartoons than it does for rendered things. So, with each frame of a uh, cartoon, let's say, as you say, it's like Teen Titans, each frame is drawn. Like, so. But that would make it stop motion if each frame is drawn, would it not? That is what it is. Is, is. Yeah. So usually what they'll have is a base background. Yeah. And then they'll have to draw each frame of how each character moves. Now, things have changed for uh, cartoon styles as they do have flick uh, and drag now. Uh, so what they can do, same thing as 3D Just animation. As animated super. Yeah, so same thing as, uh, like, Shrek. What they can do with, like, regular 2D uh, cartoons is they can draw their base model and then have the arm, like, say it's a very basic one, they can just cut out the arm and have it move. Like, mm -hmm. can give it, like, a set thing to do. Before, and they can only do it with certain ones, but what they normally have to do is draw out each and every single frame. So what you see in, say a Batman animated movie where you see him running or say even him fighting mm -hmm. each movement like this, this, you know, three seconds from it takes from here, from here to here is like 30 frames yeah. drawing Batman 30 separate times or what most of them will do in a cheap, not cheap way, but in a faster way is they will take the image, opaque it, make it see through, take basically the exact same uh, thing and then erase some pieces of it and just extend it a little further. So the fist is right here. They put it right here. Body a little further back and make it look like a more fluid motion. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, just editing it over and over. Yeah, they're not editing it so much as re yeah. redrawing, re like reshaping things yeah. to make it look faster. Because could they do it where like they put the the sensors on the people and if they had Batman punching someone, they have someone just do that motion and then they edit their drawing on that and make it work to that. They still have to draw it frame by frame. That's the issue. Well, with three uh, D caption motion uh, motion capture and uh, and that will go into. Uh, Video games, like Last of Us, is done that way. Yeah. But then it's also still 2D. No? No, no it's not. What am I talking about? That's not 2D at all. Shut up. <laughs> uh, no, like, so, in reference to what I've said probably about an hour ago, is uh, Polar Express was all motion captured. So what they have is the models, but they don't have to move the models themselves. They just put it onto the skeleton that they get off the 3D. Uh, through the uh, motion capture uh, skeleton, essentially. Mm-hmm. So whatever your actor does, the model will do. Yeah. But, so with video games, you gotta, always got to end in a T-pose, as that's the base model standing point. While with uh, anything else, like movies, it'd be just a straight float forward. What you're doing, that's your clip. Mm-hmm. That's good. So Because it Shrek, does need to be repeated. And with a lot of these um, 3D model ones that don't have motion capture, it is, you take this piece of arm, you move it here. It's like stop motion as well. And you got to make it look fluid. So what you could do is either piece by piece as you're making the frame, or you could have it as a set program where, okay, when this, you know, it's going to come down to ands, ifs, ors, and buts. Um, basically, you program the model to take four steps forward, and then it's going to just slide the model forward. Then you got to animate, the you know, left leg, this knee During bends, that same duration, back and forth until you get exactly how you want it. Yeah. It's still stop motion in in its, in its own sense, but it's not the same as flex stop motion. Yeah. Anime is 100% hand-drawn piece by piece by piece, mm-hmm. and that's the part that makes it crazy with a lot of the newer stuff, because they get aggressive mm-hmm. with their frames. So that's why you'll see in older animation, when there's a fight scene, it's usually just two bulbs going... Yeah, if you pause it, zoom and stuff. There's not a lot in the combat scenes where it's basically just straight up Either screaming at each other, and then it zooms out to see like clashing of lights. Yeah. It's just what they needed to get it through. Well, nowadays it is frame by frame. Each of these things are. It's eleven twenty. Yeah, that's my go to bed. That's my. You should not be still awake. Shut the fuck up. And go to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can. Wrap it up, or you can finish what you're saying first. Uh, so yeah, with anime, it's all hand drawn piece by piece. So like, I'm trying to think of a good one to go off of right now. Uh, Blue Exorcist. Uh, a lot of that is not sped up or cut down to basic uh, animations. It is drawn piece by piece by piece. So each each movement, whenever they're doing the, the clashes and like the fights. Mm-hmm. Even with the ba- like the basic movements are simple. Moving your character is just a walking. You know, you draw them leg forward, leg out, mm-hmm. and then you have a background that's massive. So you'll draw this big ass uh, concept for your background, and what you'll do is you'll just basically each layer. So you'll probably have like three hundred layers on top of each other, each of them opaque, and you'll draw out your character when they're walking piece by piece to make it through and whenever you're doing your final edit of that view is you cut that entire thing down into what you see 
you play that animation, you just roll the screen sideways. Oh, okay. So the background looks like it's moving because it's all one still image, but yeah. your camera's following this character instead of just the thing. Okay. That would be a lot more like Teen Titans as well. They did a lot of those kind of like scenes where the background kind of just looked like it was scrolling, but the character was moving. Yeah, and they do it for video games too. Uh, side scrollers, a lot of time they have just a massive background. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, excluding the ones where they take uh, this image and just replay it over and yeah, over. Yeah, like Sonic, just like a circle. Yeah. Um, most of them will have this massive image they just have layered in the background, and that's just your backdrop. Then you have your actual stuff you're on. As you're going by, it makes it look like you're doing stuff, but in reality, you're just there. I think a podcast would be an idea. Just the difference between anime and animation. Like, from 2D animation to 2D animation. I'm going to need to look some stuff up so I can figure uh, it out. I'd have to, too. Uh, as you can tell, if you made it this far, is we are trying to change up our format since it got a lot more just Wicked Winner's Diaries, which was an idea that we had, and it works. And I think we'll still have stories like 10 minutes to 15 minutes at the beginning to get our stories out. So if it's just me and Victor, it'll be five minutes each. Try to get some stuff in. If it's a bigger story, we will delve into that. Yeah. Um, and then once we get to a certain point, if we get over that, it'll just be a diary podcast episode. Uh, if it's the three of us, we'll try to keep it to five minutes. But we'll try to have a more set... Intention for intention each. Intention so that the titles will be way easier for me because I am blanking <laughs> on titles. Oh, come on. I gave you a good one for the one. Yeah, you did. Uh, but it's just like, I love having stories that we can look back at and re-listen to and be like, oh yeah, we did this, that we did a lot of things, especially this year that we can look back 10 years from now and be like, I remember that whole year because we have it documented. Yeah. That is nice. But a lot of it's mundane. Yeah. Once we, if you look back at it, it was at that moment, it was like, yeah, but like that was kind of just an everyday thing or more of not like some things are, Yes. But a lot of it was, like, we got really into just talking about work all the time. Yeah. It's, for uh, for me listening to you guys, that's fine. And I bet for you guys listening to me, it was probably fine, even though I didn't share as much. Because for me, I've always thought, was it that interesting? Well, that's for the thing. Myself? I only ever chose the more exciting yeah. parts of my work, even yeah. then. Yeah. But then that's all we were talking about, right? The it only was just... part about my work stuff that you were interested in was the therapy part. <laughs> How's that going, by the way? No, uh... we don't have time. One word. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It's there. Uh, more than one word. You failed. There. <laughs> it's. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. That's kind of the idea. More of topics. And, you know, we definitely won't stick to this, but we're trying. No, but if you uh, want, I can just basically write, not write up, but make a map. Of our like, ideas. When I was working by myself a lot more, I would always just be running through topics. And then as I was working, I'd just stop, write one down, and keep going. But since I'm not working with by myself a lot as much anymore, it's it sucks. Because also I'm in a lot more heavy-duty work where I can't just free brain. Yeah. Because something will get destroyed or I will <laughs> seriously hurt myself. Like it needs a lot more concentration where the stuff I was doing before was just kind of like la-da-da-da-da. Yeah, and absolutely. I had to, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it's been a long, a long time. <laughs> we can probably go for another hour. <laughs> probably. Easy. I do have to work <laughs> yeah, in a few hours, so. Um, thanks for listening.